0: Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. When I was living in Chicago and I was being trained for ordained ministry, I once had to deliver someone's paperwork to the Roman Catholic Archdiocese office downtown. I was given directions, and I was told by the Lutheran who sent me on this errand that I would recognize the building because it flies the flag of the Vatican, a gold and white flag with two keys, the keys mentioned in this morning's gospel. Today's gospel is viewed by the Roman Catholic Church as the foundation of the papacy and of the papacy's authority. Protestantism does not see it that way. And so one problem that we readers bring to Matthew's gospel when we read this story is that our eyes and our ears are distorted by the politics and history that have been attached for so long to this story that we cannot read it with fresh eyes and hear it with fresh ears. Lutheran preaching and Lutheran hymns and Lutheran prayers and liturgy around this story are particularly heavy-handed and clottish. Lutherans, in other words, have poured so much gravy and ketchup on this sandwich that it's hard to figure out what kind of sandwich is actually beneath all of the topics. The oldest gospel, the first gospel to be written, is the short and choppy gospel according to Mark. And in Mark's gospel, this encounter between Jesus and Peter is the climax of the story. When Matthew sits down to write, he started with Mark's primitive gospel and added a great deal of missing material and missing detail. When Bibles began to be created for the first time as books, Christians put Matthew's gospel in first place at the beginning of the New Testament because of the very high esteem that they had for this particular book because and because this moment this gospel story this was the climax of the story in the older book of mark it is still the climax of the more comprehensive book by matthew that we are reading this morning it is the climax of the gospel because it is the moment of realization by one individual, that Jesus is decisive for his life. That Jesus is, for the first time, for a human being, the most important thing in his own life. And, for the first time, realizing that Jesus is decisive for the history of the world, not just for his personal history. It is the climax of the Gospels of Mark and Matthew because the goal and purpose of these Gospels is to create that same decisive encounter for me and for you. Peter's realization, Peter's confession ought to become our realization and our confession. That's what the Gospel writers, the Church calls them the evangelists, That's what they are focused upon. That is why they wrote. Now, if someone had asked me what the climax of the Gospels is, the written Gospels, I would have answered, being a highly trained Lutheran, I would have said the death of Jesus on the cross. And that is the fulfillment of the story. It is the culmination. That is acknowledged in today's Gospel reading By the peculiar command of Jesus reported to us, he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's Jesus' way of saying, this isn't done yet. This isn't the whole picture. But it is nevertheless a decisive moment for Peter and probably for the other members Of this group of disciples. And if someone had asked me about important encounters between Jesus and other people, I could have named. Three dozen stories of Jesus making an impact on the lives of others. People whom he healed, people whom he confronted, people whom he ran into here and there, short little Lazarus, the tax collector, Nicodemus, who came by night, Mary and Martha, the sisters who argued with each other about the right way to honor Jesus. All of these people were touched and transformed by Jesus, but they weren't Peter. And what makes Peter different is the use of the word church. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four gospel writers, four evangelists telling the story of Jesus, only Matthew's gospel uses the word church. That word is never used by the others, only by Matthew. And he only uses it twice in today's reading, and then in a very important reading we'll read two weeks from today which is a follow-up and an outgrowth from today's story. So what makes Peter different than those other New Testament characters that I just mentioned, Lazarus the tax collector, Nicodemus, Mary and Martha, is that they didn't become the church, but Peter did. That is important. Last January I reached the 20th anniversary of my ordination, so much of my work involves sharing Jesus with people. I can't number how many people, hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, I have been able to share the light and the joy and the love of Jesus with. And it brings them peace and happiness. And then they go off into the sunset and disappear. Just like all of those interesting and exciting people Jesus meets in the gospel, like the shepherds who go to see the baby Jesus in Bethlehem. It was a wild and amazing night with the angels and a baby in a stable and they were excited and thrilled and then they disappeared and never came back. That's what it's like being a pastor. You have lots of special moments, but it is a rare thing for someone to be touched by Jesus, and to become and remain part of the church. That doesn't happen much in my career, probably in most pastors' careers. Mark and Matthew are writing their Gospels 40 and 60 years after the crucifixion of Jesus, maybe 20 and 40 years after the death of Peter. They know that if Jesus had not established a church with Peter, they know that they would not be writing the Gospels because there would not be a church. There would not be a people of God, Christians anyway. Jesus only would have been this very nice thing that happened, this very nice person that came along. You know what? Mary Tyler Moore was a nice thing. Seriously. Miss her, love her. She gave people joy. Will Rogers was a great American. He made people laugh. But he's gone. The rock that Jesus started with Peter is not gone. We are it. A few of us out of all those people, we are it. I have my bad days as the Reformation approaches its 500th birthday, there are days when I think that Protestantism has run amok. Protestantism is about the power of the individual conscience. Protestantism is about the mistrust of organized religion. Protestantism is about your personal relationship with Jesus, left to its own devices, left alone by the Holy Spirit and the Bible, Protestantism is religious entropy. It is the breakdown and fragmentation of the congregation down into individuals. It is everyone's freedom to be as loud as they want, as often as they want, and to break down all the ties that they want to break down. And I think... In the year 2017, I may have seen just about enough of radical individualism defeating community. So I have my bad days. As we approach the 500th anniversary of the Reformation, radical individualism is run amok. And the actual churches of the Reformation, the actual churches of Luther and Calvin in Europe and North America... Many of them will be closed in a generation or two. I have my bad days. I was reading a commentary on this gospel by a colleague, an ELCA pastor in Yuma, in our synod. Brian wrote, I think that many people have a hard time accepting that Jesus built and continues to build the church upon sinful human beings. They keep looking for that perfect church. And then he adds, a perfect church doesn't need Jesus. Today's story is not a story about the papacy, but it is a story about Peter and why Peter... (coughs) is special. Peter is the church and the church is important. And Peter is flawed. We saw that 2 weeks ago when he jumped overboard. We will see it again next Sunday. Peter is flawed and so are all members of the church. But the rock of the church is important because Jesus does not come to you and me by accident. Some people think that Jesus is like a candy bar. He comes packaged in the church, but you can take him out and enjoy him and throw the package away. It isn't that simple. It isn't that way at all. Jesus comes to us because of the rock of people like Peter, people who are built up into the church. Amen.